his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Oh yeah, it's on. It's on now, but I think I have, Sue, I think I have the wrong music. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fred's back from nice. Miami, Yay! so I, I had to have more appropriate music. We're happy to have you back. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Oh, it was great. You looked great. Dressed up as Don Johnson last week. Fred. <laughs> you really I gotta did. Tell that was you. well done. That really was. I if, laughed a lot at that. If you missed the tweet, there's some shots of Fred in his Gilligan's hat in a nice T-shirt <laughs> and a blazer, a la Miami Vice. But we are happy to have you back. Oh, you were gone you. since last Tuesday, so the show is full, at least for a few days. We'll see what happens yeah. to the rest of the schedule. I hope you had a good trip. We can kind of catch up and talk about it a little bit more. We did mention the fact that you were down. You kind of swung through Jupiter as well, right? Yeah, yes. I, well, I guess it was Monday. I went through Jupiter on our way to Lackland, Florida, and um, walked all around the stadium. Everything was closed because it's right. off-season. Even the team store wasn't there because they're doing remodeling. So everything oh. was shut down. Oh, uh, But it was a great chance It was a great chance to walk all around the area. And had you been, have Jupiter's, you been to spring training or not? No, like regular? I, have, not, I haven't either. Not for Cardinals. I've been to Arizona, but never to Florida oh, spring training. Interesting. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Hobie Beach, is that down Hobie, there? Oh, yeah. We stopped at Hobie Beach. We hit... Mainly, we stayed in Delray Beach. Miami was just one day, um, but oh. we did Fort Lauderdale. We did South Beach. Uh, we did a lot of beaches. Well, South Beach was where you were. You were out to like four in the morning, right? I mean, there's <laughs> I mean, no yeah. doubt about it. And no, no. I mean, we really were out late because the boys went clubbing in Miami that night. Oh my! My gosh. two sons. You didn't go with them though. Uh, Maria and I just the... hung out and waited for the night to end so yeah. we could drive home. Right. Wow. Fred, where did you end up on Thanksgiving? Uh, was it a restaurant? We stayed in Delray Beach, and we went to an Irish restaurant. Oh, that's so interesting. So we had, you know, shepherd's pie, that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, didn't have the that's traditional interesting. turkey. Yeah, right. there's nothing wrong with that. No. Right? It was it was fine. It was great. All right. Well, welcome back. We are Thank glad you. to have you back. Obviously, um, you know, we've, we've gotten through. We've survived. Yes. Abby's done a great job, and we've had some Barely. awesome shows here, but we are glad to be whole again. And we got a bunch of stuff coming up here today, including Brian Kilmeade. Fred is going to be there on Friday night. The whole team will be there. The way, By the way, I'll, I'll use you to kind of maybe explain what we're going to do on Friday just a little bit. Um, you know, we, we do have the roundtable on Friday. I think we have a panel set with um, Jeff Smith and Sean Flower, who's the mayor of Eureka. Now, we're going to be heading to Eureka for the event, the Kill Me Christmas event, it's it's Brookdale Farms in Eureka. It's all sold out, so you can't get tickets anymore. Although I haven't checked, um, you know, 
What's the uh, stub hub? That's it. Thank you. I was drawing a blank. <laughs> you never know. Oh, you sure. might find some up sure. there on StubHub. But because Brian's flying in on Friday, and some of this is going to be depending on timing and everything, and we would have Paul Hall and Cusimano in the four o'clock hour, we might blow that up and just have Jane hang with us so, and you know wow. get Brian on during the four o'clock hour. Then they're going to head down to Eureka. They want to be there at six when everything starts. I think we want to be there then too. We do right. too. But through the magic of radio, Fred, I don't know. It, will it be possible? Can we somehow? <laughs> press a button and wrap the show at 5.55 and then get to Eureka within like four minutes? Can we do that, do you think? I, I think, think it's possible. Yes. I think it's possible, too. We are going to do it. All right. Well, Fred's going to tell us a little bit more about uh, his Florida trip and everything as we get into the 4 o'clock hour with Sue's News. But I do have Kill Me coming up here in just a few minutes. Um, we'll visit with Alex Rich in the studio from Y98. Got a bunch of topics for him after Sue's News. My friend Chris Smith, and it's been a couple of years now since on the evening before Thanksgiving, he was shot in the head by a piece of human debris that also uh, unfortunately killed the woman that Chris was with, Leslie Reeves, who um, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. And Chris has been recovering ever since. I mean, I've shared this story before. Sue, Fred, you know it. He had a gunshot wound to the head. He had several strokes in the aftermath. He's had multiple surgeries. I wanted him to be at our event with Brian on Friday, but he has another surgery scheduled for Thursday morning. However, some really good news that we've we've kind of been hoping for here in the last certainly in the last year and Sue as you know Chris Chris had sort of um tasked me if you will with trying to help get his story out and I thought about doing, you know, a book or something, but I can't write a book. You know, that's for people who write. I'm, you can't I'm not a read writer. A book. I was going to say that's right. thank you for that's actually very true. I'm <laughs> glad that you pointed that out. I could do a podcast, but you know, look, I'm a terrestrial radio guy, so do I really want to do a podcast? No, I don't really. So I told him, I'm like, the way to get this because he wants to. And I understand his story's interesting, the recovery story, just the background of it. Um, you know, can it be a, a movie or something like that? Well, 48 hours has tracked down Chris and his story. Oh, he this had a, is great. A very good. He had a pre-interview with a producer, and it looks like they're moving forward. And you know, Sue, and that's what I told him. It's like you got to get someone like the uh, the Dateline, yeah. the 2020, the 48 Hours, because they love the true crime stuff. They do. That's because America loves the true crime mm-hmm. stuff. So I think his story will absolutely be perfect for 48 Hours. And then at that point, you don't know what can happen with it, right? No, you really don't. Did he try for Keith Morrison? I'm just going to throw <sighs> I don't know. I'm kind of focused on who will play me in the movie. Oh, okay. that, well, that's, that's because important. It's always about me, That's and I would be noodling around on that just yeah. a little bit because I, I'm very curious. We'll have to you know, <laughs> kind of push for it. All right, so I got a, a oh, I should mention a couple other things. We have a five o'clock hour tonight as well, so let's focus on that. Peter Navarro will be here. Uh, he served in the Trump White House and um, has written a piece about why MAGA means common sense policies and not extremism. You know, the Democrats. And they probably had some polling on this to show if you use that MAGA word, you see the governors, you see the uh, the urban Democrats saying MAGA all the time, trying to scare people. But we'll talk with Peter in the five o'clock hour. Let me start along those lines with the uh, the mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson. Just when you thought something couldn't get worse in Chicago, like worse than Lori Lightfoot. Oh, oh, it has. And this is awesome. You know, you have a city that has certainly more crime than we even have here in St. Louis being flooded with immigrants. Um, Whose fault is that, that all of these immigrants who are not legal are going to Chicago, being dumped in Chicago? Is that Donald Trump's fault? Is that Republicans' fault that that's happening? No. Or is it Joe Biden's and the Democrats? Brandon Johnson. And see, this stuff works for Democrats. You have to understand because they know that they own the media. So for the most part, the idiocy that I'm going to play to you here in this audio soundbite, it's never going to get played on television or in the media or will they feature it 
for example, in the Chicago Tribune, maybe they will. John Cass is a former Tribune reporter who's really good on some of this stuff and how crime has affected Chicago. But listen to Brandon Johnson where he lays the blame for all this. You know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, Everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities. And quite frankly, uh, they've been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities. Should we focus on the grammar there or should we give them a pass uh, on that? But you can hear hear the MAGA stuff there. It's all extremism. It's extreme. Yeah, keeping literally millions of people who should not be in this country legally from crossing illegally into that's extreme. That is so extreme. That are led by people of color. And their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos because that's what this that particular party has been about. All right, let me stop there. I think we got plenty of disruption and chaos here in the city of St. Louis with no help whatsoever from me or Nick Shore or any of the other politics. I mean, I don't think the Republicans have helped the chaos in the city of St. Louis. St. Louis, you've done it on your own. This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's raggedy. It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean spirit, quite frankly. I thought it was... The refusing to accept the uh, results of what happened in 2020, but he's going all the way back to the Civil War. It's just nonsense. But again, they have the microphones and they know that the extremism message is going to resonate. He's not the only one saying stupid things across the planet here this afternoon. This one really got me. I love this. This is one of my favorite stories of the day, ladies and gentlemen. And I featured this on the X, formerly Twitter, earlier because King Charles has made it known that he's not going to back off on any of this climate change stuff. You know, he's been doing this for a long time, scaring the crap out of people. Sue, did you know they're in um, Dubai right now for the climate I did summit? Not. All of these people like John Kerry that are super worried about, you know, the temperature, the global temperature rising by 1.5 degrees. And by the way, there's news on that today that shows you don't have to worry about that. They're all flying in on their carbon neutral jets to Dubai. <clears throat> no, they don't have no, those. Those uh, don't exist. Right. So, Listen to King Charles here, though. It's just ridiculous. He's embarrassing himself, as he often does. The current pandemic has brought unimaginable devastation to people's lives, livelihoods, and national economies. At the same time, the green recovery represents an unprecedented opportunity to rethink and reset the ways in which we live and do business. I am fully confident that if there's one person in the UK or anywhere else in the world that's going to be willing to sacrifice the um, mansions and the royalty that they have to live in a 500-square-foot apartment, if you will, it would be King Charles and the royal family. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're going to sacrifice all of the travel, and they're going to absolutely be leading the charge. It's such BS. I want to say the real word because it's just embarrassing the way that they're on display with their hypocrisy. Now, I've long believed that we need a shift in our economic model that places nature and the world's transition to net zero at the heart of how we operate, prioritizing the pursuit of sustainable, inclusive growth in the decades to come. Increasingly, we are seeing more and more businesses, investors and consumers prioritizing sustainability and thus creating a much more virtuous circle of supply and demand. We know now what we have to do to rescue the situation. 
rather than going on talking ah. about it. Oh, you English are so superior, aren't you? Unbelievable. There's a St. Louis guy in Kevin Klein. Here's the story from the Associated Press. Terribly right-wing news outlet, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if there's <laughs> one organization out there that really focuses on MAGA issues, it's the Associated Press. And here's their story from today, which is um, November 29th. Isn't it? 29th? Yeah. Ah, I got the yeah, date yeah. right. What do you know? The world is heading for... Now, to those of you listening, and to me, certainly, because I've been talking about this for decades, about how much nonsense this is, the world is heading for considerably less warming than projected a decade ago. Go figure. That, I can't believe that the same people that can't tell us if it's going to rain next to, you know, six hours from now or whatever, can't tell us what's going to happen in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. This is what the AP says. That's just one of a set of seemingly contradictory conditions facing climate negotiators who this week gather in Dubai for marathon United Nations talks that include a first ever assessment of how well the world is doing in its battle against global warming. It's also a conference where one of the central topics will be whether fossil fuels should be phased out but it will be run by the CEO of an oil company, right? Key to the session is the first global stock take on climate when the countries look at what's happened since the 2015 agreement in Paris or how off track it is and probably say what's needed to get back on track. I can't even, I can't even tell you how comical this is. And for those of you, and I hope that you're not listening today and you buy into this nonsense. And by the way, just to be clear here, the climate has changed and is changing, right? Has it warmed a little over the years? It has. But I'm not a denier in climate change. I'm a lukewarmer. I'm saying, first of all, we can't do anything about it. We can adapt. We can prepare for what might be happening. But we can't do anything to reduce the global temperature. And by the way, the global temperature is not even going up the way they said. So <laughs> this group is the same group that concluded that we – now, just keep this in mind. This is 2015. It's not even 10 years ago, all right? Eight years ago, we were facing a global average temperature increase of not 1.5 degrees – no, 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 no. 3.5 degrees Celsius, okay, compared to pre-industrial era levels. Well, that figure is not even on the table anymore. It's, it's not even something that's realistic. Now they've revised it to 2.7 Celsius, right? They, the second conclusion is that many countries are not meet, meeting their goals and emissions, and um, you know they're doing things, I, I guess, that are keeping this from moving forward. But there are more. I'm going to tell you this. We've, Fred, you know this because we've talked to Dr. Roy Spencer over the years. We've had Steve Malloy. Right. We've had Anthony Lupo at the University of Missouri, who's the you know head climatologist there. He he, you know, heads that department. He's a lukewarmer, and and they call it like they see it, but you don't hear that in the media coverage. And there are more and more. This is encouraging because there are more and more scientists, real scientists, that are coming forward saying, "Hey, some of the stuff that we've talked about and we predicted really isn't manifesting itself." So. We're going to ruin the economy. We got King Charles up there saying, you know, we got to do more for the planet. Just shut the hell up and go away because we're sick and tired of the hypocrisy. There's no doubt about that. But keep an eye on Dubai, where the world is going to solve all the global warming challenges for the next uh, 70 or 80 years or whatever it is. 321. We're going to talk to Kilmeade coming up next. He's coming back to St. Louis this Friday night. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. So I've not tried on the uh, the only suit that I really own to see whether it will fit for the Kill Meet event on Friday night. I should probably do that, though, don't you think? Well, you say this the last time, too, and it fit fine. You have not gained weight. Well, I've had some food over Thanksgiving, though. You just never know. But Brian is on the line right now. We're very excited. He's here in just a couple of days. Mr. Kilmead, how are you this afternoon? All good. How are you? We're doing okay. Let me start just on a sad note because I saw this, that you uh, you lost one of your dogs over the weekend. We love our dogs. Oh. Sue's got two. I have two. Fred has a dog. Um, so we're sorry about um, that was uh, Rocky, right, that you lost the Great Pyrenees. What a dog. Yeah, I saw the I, pictures. yeah actually I have three, yeah. And, um, yeah, he uh, he's had some problems. We still don't know exactly what happened, but just worried about the other dog, too, because they're brothers. Uh. And the the dog that was attached to him was deaf. It was one of these things where we bought Rocky, and they called up before they shipped him and said, his brother's deaf, and we're going to leave him on the farm, but we'd like to throw him in because they're very attached. Right. Oh. So, so that made it, that makes it even more challenging. But, but thank you. Well, oh, I know so much. Sorry. Look, we and we have we hear from the audience all the time. Our dogs mean so much to us, and and our uh, the rest of our pets. So I did see that. And I wanted to make mention of it. Um, let, let's talk about you. You, I know you interviewed this person on the radio. This is interesting. I think this is from the TV version. Mark Fisher, who's a BLM leader in Rhode Island. They don't value our vote. Uh, their policies are basically um, racist policies, and I believe it's a racist party. And Donald Trump is he's the opposite. He's he's going to tell you how, how it is. He's going to give it to you straight. Trump has done more for the black community than I can any president I can think of in my lifetime. So Brian, that's Mark Fisher. Wow, that that's interesting. And you're seeing some of the polling indicate that African American support for Democrats is tailing off. So it matches up a little bit. He's up to twenty. I mean in the last uh in the last poll, uh, Trump is up to twenty percent. I'm not sure you can hold that to the election. It's a poll, not election results or or exit polls. But I will say that you know Trump is up in that and then just in practical purposes, the things that matter most, how much does everything cost? Uh, what is rent? What is uh, what are the interest rates? People don't say, you know, why is this happening? What's affected? The, what about that rescue package that we want so much? Isn't it great that they have a windmill to stare at at the beach? They just say, wait a second. I look at my utility bills. They're triple. I look at the opportunities. They don't seem to be there. I'm looking at my city overrun with illegal immigrants. I'm seeing the crime smash and grab. Yeah, they existed during Trump. But one person was trying to stop it. The other person was telling us we should understand or ignoring it. So they're saying my life was worse. Uh, this guy, I liked it better with all the crazy tweets. 
And uh, all the controversy, some of which he didn't have anything to do with, was just because he wasn't Hillary Clinton, and some of which was him. I'll take that. Yeah, that's interesting. Did you so because there obviously there could be a scenario where Kamala Harris moves to the front of the ticket. I don't know if that will ever happen, but there would be risk of that. Does he have any different feelings because she's African American? Absolutely not. I mean, I had him on today. Uh, we had him on TV two two days ago. We had him on uh, radio today, and you know he doesn't feel like he feels like everybody else does. It's not like she ascended to the spot. You know, with Mike Pence, if he he became president and ran for president. Well, he was vice president, did a great job. Now it's his time. Look at Kamala Harris. She's clearly checked the box. Joe Biden says, I want a woman. Then he says, I promise if I win, I'm going to get a woman. And then number two, I promise I'm going to make it a woman of color. So everybody goes, yeah, okay. Bye. Elizabeth Warren says, all right, she can have it. Whitmer says, yeah, you can have it. Uh, any, any other uh, male wouldn't even apply for it. So number one, it diminishes Kamala Harris, and she chose it. They don't even like each other. I mean, the, the, the spouses don't like each other. So you tell me how, that, how that's working out. I, I just don't think that that would be a difference maker. Brian Kilmeade back with us this afternoon. Are, is there an expectation that something might get a little nasty tonight at the Christmas tree lighting ceremony because you have a protest that's planned by, I, I would say, pro-Hamas demonstrators? Well, it's going to happen. I mean, you saw it on social media. It's the same pattern. Show up at this time on every major social media platform. Make sure you disturb it. My feeling is we're the best cops in the world who know how to strategize through anything. So if they want to do their demonstration, they'll get their constitutional rights, but it doesn't give them a right to interrupt ongoing proceedings. And my sense is they're pretty game-planned against it uh, to make sure that this doesn't happen. But you will definitely see cutaways of disturbances. That's just what they do. I mean, Sunday they blocked a key bridge on the biggest, biggest travel day of the year, and then we saw Macy's. Uh, uh, the Macy's Day Parade on Thanksgiving. They, they uh, made a scene out of that. And this, they made it transparent. We're coming. We're doing it again. Yeah, well, we'll see what that turns into tonight. This was one of the most heartbreaking things I've seen, certainly this week. You had this nine-year-old girl that was held hostage by Hamas, her father, talking about her experience. She doesn't like it to be referred to as Gaza. She says the kufsa, the box. So you have to say, like, how long were you in the box? The kufsa. She said a year. And so, apart from the whispering, that was like uh, a punch in the guts. Yeah, that's Thomas Hand, his daughter, Emily. And, and the way I interpret that is she felt like it was so long, even though it was a few weeks, that it was like a year's time in that box. And the whispering part of that is interesting because I guess since she's been back, she won't even talk in a normal voice. I can't imagine the horror. And I don't know what it will take psychologically to get that girl back on track, Brian. Yeah, I mean, I read, you know, we're just getting into the accounts. One European newspaper said that they're in cages. Uh, the women and the kids are in cages. Others were told, you know, if you cry, uh, they'll put a gun to your head. And if you don't stop crying, uh, I will shoot you or shoot your mother. And think about the trauma. If, this, if that was even uh, even pretend, but let alone the daily life for 50-plus days. So uh, we're, you're just beginning to hear the stories right now. Now, also keep in mind, too, a lot of them were warned. Uh, you would imagine if the Israelis have said that, they will let you out, leave the dad behind or husband behind, and say, if we start, you start saying bad stuff about us, we're going to kill him. Right, right. So we might not get the full story for a long time. Then you have this uh, situation in Oakland. 
There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including well, This just Hamas. goes on and on and on. And the Oakland City Council has rejected a measure to condemn Hamas, a terrorist organization, six to two. There were only two people on that thing. I can't believe they had two that said, you know what, we're going to condemn Hamas. I can't believe that. What This goes on and it keeps getting worse on college campuses. What we're seeing, the situation isn't getting better when it comes to the folks that support Hamas, Brian. Yeah, I mean, you would think that all of a sudden the donors start pulling out. They start individual scrutiny on Columbia. On the University of Pennsylvania, and then you realize you know the major Israeli rally of uh, 330,000 in D.C. People would start sobering up and realize who the bad guys are. No, it's gotten worse, and these are the next leaders. Now, I'm not saying the people you just heard from those geniuses are going to be uh, leading anything, but out of all of them, you're talking about Ivy League school, highest grades, best best connections, whatever it is, best professors. You would think that they are lined up to be leaders. If this is the way they feel, I know people evolve. But if you're 20-something years old and you're still laying in the street, gluing yourself to the road for a country that doesn't exist, that you have really no idea about the true history of what goes on there, and then you doubt that it actually happened. That's why it's so important for us to hear that. You don't want to hear, according to reports, the city council meeting took place, and some said that this, uh, the attack never happened. We needed to hear that, what you just did. People need to understand that it's not even debatable. When you tell me the facts don't matter, when you tell me the horror show didn't take place, that's similar to the Holocaust denial. That's similar to people saying that George Bush knew ahead of time about the attacks on 9-11. I mean, that is just crazy to think that, you know, we did it was an inside job. We blew up our own plane. You know, we blew up those planes and sent them into the buildings. I mean, we think, wow, that's crazy. Well, people believe that. And now we're seeing in real time, one month later, people who seemingly have a brain think that. And I keep seeing clips from these young students who I guess this is what you get when you get your news from TikTok, because they, they all are parroting and echoing the same sentiments that you heard from those Oakland City Council members. Good point. It does I mean, not I give me hope. I stay off it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I stay off it on purpose. Uh, but it does stop me from understanding what's going on. But, you uh, if I don't feel like can, I can download it and use it, at the same time tell people don't download it and use it. But I do. But but I am hurt by the fact that I'm not looking at their news feed to see what the hell is coming out. But if you're China, you're loving it. Number one app by far in the world, and then in the country. And now we're afraid to ban it because of free speech or because of losing the young vote. And then there they can subtly shape the news cycle and leave off certain stories. And they make China look bad or us look good or our past look real. So they're, they're trying to reach out the fabric from communications through some deliberate things in the South China Sea. And now, you know, the Middle East, remember, uh, they're in the Middle East. They have a presence and they act they're, they're like an arbitrator. They're, they're loving that Iran has us just distracted. Oh, there is no doubt about that. Brian Kilmeade, he's coming back to St. Louis on Friday. I believe the operating plan is to get you in here in the studio when you guys fly in and have you on the air for a little bit and then get you to Eureka by 6 o'clock when the uh, event starts. We cannot wait. It is completely sold out. we got a lot of excitement, and we're going to see you on Friday afternoon. So have a good flight in. Don't be late, Kilmeade. That's the only thing I can say. The only thing I can say, that is out of my hand. But if anyone can't get tickets 
and you want it personalized, you just go to BrianKillMe.com. It'll come to your, my bookstore, and we'll get it out to you. All right. We'll see you Friday afternoon. Can't wait. Go get them all. All right. Take Thank care. You. 339. We'll take a break here. We're coming back with a little bit more. I got some more Palestinian stuff I want to get to, including, <laughs> this is amazing, a CIA, a CIA deputy director posted a pro-Palestinian photo on Facebook. Are you kidding me? Not making this stuff up, Sue. It's coming up. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, Tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. All right, we have Sue's News coming up in the next hour here on 97.1 FM Talk. Alex Rich from Y98 spends some time with us on Wednesday afternoon. I got a bunch of things. You know, sometimes, Sue, you've probably noticed this. Maybe the audience as well. I get to the end of the show, and there's a bunch of stuff I haven't done, and I try to cram it in at the last minute. <laughs> and it doesn't always work effectively, so I'm going to try to do something here that's a little different because there's there's a bunch of little stories that I wanted to share this afternoon. One is a follow-up on something we talked about yesterday. I know that you have interest in this story. It's about former St. Louis County Police Chief Tim Fitch, oh, yeah. uh, of course, a county councilman. So when, when he retired, he was going to get a pension, and then he was elected to serve on the council. That's it was right. not a political appointment or anything like that. So this goes back to uh, 2019. He worked for 31 years yes. in the police department. Of course, he was not chief the whole time, but he was in the, uh, in the latter years. So the Stanger administration, this goes back to Steve Stanger, determined he was no longer eligible for his $85,000 a year pension because of the election. But then this went to court, and there was certainly plenty of time for Sam Page to kind of turn this around because I guess there was an agreement to settle for 260000 at the time. But <laughs> Sam Page decided, let's go to court, right? So yesterday, I was doing the math on how much this cost the taxpayers. So- He's going to get three hundred thirty-nine thousand for the four years of the pension. Well, that's that's in the pension fund, right? Sure. So you take that out of the picture, for example, for now. But on top of that, they have to pay him one hundred five thousand dollars in interest, mm-hmm. one hundred sixty thousand dollars for his lawyers, seventeen thousand for the county's mm-hmm. own legal counsel. So the, what they say is that this is. I mean, Channel Five did the math on this, saying this has cost taxpayers six hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. I think that's a little misleading because. The pension is coming to him no matter right. what. It's just a matter of, you know, the lawyer's fees and the $100,000. But it definitely costs yeah, over $250,000 more. Correct. At least a quarter million All dollar more. All just something that that wasn't right to begin with. Right. So let's add this to the stack. All right. Here, here's another one here. Um, 
this goes to the issue of something that happened on the council as well. This is from this Mark Maxwell guy at Channel 5, who's one of their political reporters. A former Missouri legislator with a controversial history of posting inflammatory statements on social media has won a $77,000 discrimination settlement claim with St. Louis County. This goes to uh, Maria Chappelle Nadal, former state rep and senator, may or not be Looney Tunes, not so crazy. She is. Um, censured because she called for the assassination of former President Trump on Facebook. That that went viral. I remember posting oh, that yeah. on Facebook. I mean, she's nut job number one when she was in the Senate. But then she ended up working for Ritter Hurd's days on the council as an aide. Um, she got fired without providing a reason. So I guess Ritter dismissed her. And that went to court, and now they got to pay her $77,000. I don't really know exactly what that's all about um, in the end, but th- her claim was that they violated her First Amendment rights. So I guess it's it's fine to be working for the taxpayers when you call for the assassination of a president. I guess. Right? Or, or things along those lines. It's I don't get it. Let me go back to Oakland here because I only played part of this, and I think people need to hear the whole thing. This is a city council hearing, including audio here from people who are elected to the Oakland City Council talking about the situation with Gaza and Israel. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. Yes, and I, uh, I gotta stop on that one. The armed wing of the resistance, the terrorists. But Correct. That's, these are. I, let me let me take a step back because I'm insulting people of color on the Oakland City Council. There's some white progressives as well. Asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October 7th, including children, were killed by the IDF. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to... To hear them them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question. Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been a lot of atrocity propaganda ranging from claims of beheaded babies to mass rape. I mean... We're lost in this country. There, I, it, if you want, you want. When Peter Navarro is going to talk about this. You want evidence that that Trump's going to win this election if he's the nominee, because of yeah. I want to say the word that I've said before, and I've had to you know kind of put myself on delay. Bat blank crazy people like that, and they're everywhere. They're here in St. Louis on the board of aldermen. Okay, they're they're everywhere. And there's no coming back from this nonsense. There really isn't. I, I don't know what you do, Sue. I, if I don't If you've got either. all these people presented with even the Washington Post and the New York Times have had to give in. God, when you've lost the Washington Post and the New York Times to admit that the IDF was right, that the hospital wasn't blown up the way that We're, they said. Now, I, I would. the only thing I would say is on, and you might remember, I, I offered a little caution on the beheading of babies because when that story came out right away, and I do think there were babies that were beheaded and certainly killed— but I think the number that came out right away on that, the pro-Hamas terrorists, I said, oh, see, they can't prove that. They're making that up. And everyone runs with that and it goes on social media and it's nuts. Here's something else. I told you I was going to do a bunch here. This, some of this stuff all kind of ties in and I'm going to weave the narrative here if you will allow me. They have signage that has gone up in, um, I've talked about the Irish the last couple of days. They're crazy, apparently. 
You Irish people are crazy. No, your elected leaders are, the people in Ireland. Somebody wrote on, um, what would you describe that as? Just something along the road. It's not really a billboard or anything like that, but they put the words Irish Lives Matter. It's just at a street crossing, and it looks like a block of concrete, if you will, right? Just like a barrier. Yeah, a barrier. That's the word. Thank you, Sue. Sometimes I can't think of obvious words. So the BBC reports it this way. There's another group that's crazy and lost, okay? Legacy Media. Anti-immigration signage. Erected in West Belfast is being treated as a hate incident, oh, come police on. have said. A sign which appeared in the Tildarg Avenue area said that the community will no longer accept the rehousing of illegal immigrants. The poster also used an offensive term while referring to other communities. Graffiti reading Irish Lives Matter was also daubed on the wall of the Kennedy Center on the Falls Road. And they're calling that racist poison. <laughs> you know what? We are under th- this is people before prophets. Jerry Carroll sounds like a BLM type. Uh, we are under no illusion that Irish Lives Matter is a racist slogan, which is directly counterpoised to movements against the oppression faced by black people and other ethnic minorities. We've lost the world. We've not only lost Oakland and St. Louis and New York and Chicago. We've lost the world because people are crazy. Apparently, where? <sighs> I mean, where are they getting this stuff? For instance, the pro-Palestinian people, where do they get this stuff? The idea that, uh, uh, you know, Israel made it up or that uh, all of that was just invented by Israel. Because, like, do they? Where does this come from? Well, it, it comes from propaganda, but here's where it really comes from, okay? And this, this is what some of us have been trying to tell America for several years, certainly since Mike Brown, and I've called St. Louis Ground Zero, because all this BLM stuff is exactly what we're hearing. It's all Marxism. It's all, mm-hmm. you know, a, a slow walk into Marxism, which is what younger people want to do. But the reason that it's so simple for them to do this is because I can break it down very easily because I think people are scratching their heads. How did this happen? It's oppressor versus oppressed. It's the same reason mm-hmm. you have these nut job teachers, administrators, and school boards that want to teach your kids to hate America, which is what they're doing, unfortunately, somewhat successfully, because evil white supremacy, that's what this is all about. If you're white, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you've achieved. It doesn't matter if you've worked. It doesn't even matter if you have a family that's mixed of Asian kids or black. It doesn't matter. You are evil in this country if you are white because you robbed you are still responsible for robbing this land from native americans and that's the only thing that they see and that's what these young people see they they make this comparison from this country where we're sue you're an oppressor just to be clear if we're breaking down the lines here Mm. i am an oppressor as well and those who are oppressed feel that they have to lash out against the oppressors that's what happened you know, you, you think about this, uh, and I really do think about it in these terms. When Mike Brown was uh, was shot, Antonio French, who was then a, an alderman, came on my show on KMOX and basically justified the burning down of the QT. That's exactly what's happening with Hamas in Israel. They they don't care about kids being killed, raped. They don't care about the nine-year-old girl that was held hostage that feels now that she can't even talk out loud because she's so horrified. They only care that it's colonizer Oppressor versus the oppressed. That's how they break it down. It's in. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I got no hope for the future. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.